year into awards finally come out. We'll talk to New Japan Cup. Julia is in the news. The elimination chamber happened. Mustafa Ali wins a title. We'll talk revolution and, of course, match of the week. It's all on the way. Third League Radio. All right, guys, so let's just jump right into it because I want to talk... Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer, year end awards. A lot of people His awards aren't as important as ours, by the way. Well, yeah, okay, sure. Yes, yes, I will 100% agree with that. Uh, But a lot of people are really ballyhooing the WWE because of Booker of the Year, Promoter of the Year, Promotion of the Year, and rightfully so, good for them, good for them. But a lot of the uh, conversation, at least online, is downplaying all elite wrestling for not winning those things and not celebrating their massive amount of wins in the awards this year. I mean, from wrestler of the year, performer of the year, uh, match of the year, show of the year, pay-per-view of the year, talker of the year, almost every other award was won by AEW or a promotion or, or a wrestler in the, in the promotion. WWE won the trifecta there with the top three awards but when you lose everything else plus tv show of the year another um a category awards show for Meltzer, i mean that's and they've they've lost show of the year five years in a row and raw was actually what second for worst show of the year yeah yeah right behind nwa power but then we gotta look into the logic of this one looking at it is Triple H really the best booker last year because i don't think so and he didn't have he didn't have the book really well, all year i I, I can explain it pretty pretty well, but because it, it, because it was you can watch WrestleMania Night One and WrestleMania Night Two and see the difference. Well, I agree, but at the same time, there's no booking involved. It's plug and play. It's and honestly, the the biggest thing that they have going right now is our truth, which I don't think Triple H has anything to do with that. As a matter of fact, just our truth. He set up a promo just so he could get the rub himself from our truth. So let's let's get with facts. And then the second uh, piece of it is look at all those look at all of those awards, the AEW one and. The WWE fans, they're anti-AEW. They're sure they're sure not very happy that they won the major award. I guess that means that maybe he is a booker, but he's still a booker in a land of wrestlers that are way better than theirs. Yeah, well, let's talk uh, match of the year. Go, man, you've got this pulled up here. The match of the year, well, it was pretty much the same as our match of the year. I think it was flip-flop, though. Yeah, I think I said the second match of Forbidden Door was the match of the year. Um, the Meltzer Awards... Voted on by readers and uh, other people who sent in. They voted on the first match from New Japan. Kenny Omega and... Will Ospreay. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. They were one and two, uh, uh, as they should be. Rock and Wrestling Radio. This is Third League Wrestling Radio. But we're going to move on real quick. We're going to skip ahead to the New Japan Cup. Because this was just announced as we're recording this and... I like this. I like the way it plays out. It can play out a couple of different ways. I had it. I looked at certain matches like, well, Shoji Amino and Jack Perry. And I I had a question on that. I had a toss-up. I went with Shota on this one. Cobain, you went with uh, Jack Perry? Yeah. So, <clears throat> Jack Perry, for one, new foreigner in the company. They're really trying to push their young foreigners um, and then that would put Perry probably against 
uh, Yujiro Takahashi, and if he beats Takahashi, that would lead to a rematch with Sonata. Perry over Sonata would be a big, another big upset, but also yeah, yeah, uh, I can see. Um, structurizes Perry or you know pushes Perry forward, even though he doesn't, he's not going to win the cup. Well, some things I'm looking at on this is I'm. Well, when I see matchups that kind of question me, matchups that I know aren't going to be uh, factors later on in the tournament, but I think are kind of interesting. I look at Tai Chi. I look at Ren, Narita. I picked Narita in this one, but, yeah, I mean, well, it's kind of a toss-up, really. El Fantasmo and Mikey Nichols. I think I'm going to pick ELP, but here's another one. Me and you disagreed on Cobain. Callum Newman, Gabe Kidd. I'm thinking Gabe Kidd in this one. No, I'm going to full Callum Newman. Um, I think... They give him a win purely because um, Gabe Kidd is in Bullet Club, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, they actually handcuffed Callum Newman in that cage match to the cage for 45 minutes. So I feel it's like, a payback match for Newman. Newman's yes, but one. also Callum Newman is the rookie of Osprey, is the guy that went under Osprey's wing. Okay, yeah, yeah, Osprey. So I have him winning one match and then losing to Shingo Takagi, who is one of Osprey's biggest rivals. Yeah, we'll see Bullet no, Club. Just Bullet uh, Club, sorry, sorry. I don't know what they're Inside doing after they uh, took the title off of David Finley. That's why I was thinking it's gonna be Finley uh, going up against uh, Zack Sabre Jr. But, okay, so right now, everyone, you've already picked your winner, El Fantasmo. I, I I have ZSJ and Finley in the finals. Yeah, I think I've got I, those in the finals too. I don't yeah, know we had, but we had different ways of getting them to the finals. I picked ZSJ over Finley. I could totally see Finley All right. over CSJ and ZSJ having to wait another year. Well, just to be different, I'm going to pick Finley over Zack Sabre. So we've all got a different person to win. So we'll all uh, check. Come back here. We'll. we'll and I want. I want to see you guys. I mean, I want to be wrong. I want to be proven <laughs> wrong. I don't. I don't mind. But the, here's the thing. I don't really care who wins this, really, because I know the match is going to be yeah. good. Third League Wrestling Radio. But let's move on to another Japanese story. I saw a story about Julia, and I thought it was going to be new information. It was the same. Julia, of course, going to be leaving. Uh, Stardom at the end of March, she is done. Uh, she is going to be going to Rossi Ogawa's promotion to help out there to help get it started before she goes to WWE. That is the, well, that is the what everybody is pretty much working. That is the uh, working knowledge, I guess, at this point. Well, that um, that's the report coming from what she said. Now we don't know what the if the report is true because the report is just reporting on what they said she said. Yeah. Yeah. So, but. But um, the thing that is interesting, they were hoping to have her drop the title at Windy City Riot, the upcoming New Japan uh, Strong pay-per-view, New Japan of America, whatever you want to call it. Well, they were hoping that that was going to happen, but of course it's going to have to happen sooner. Who do you think she drops it to? You know more about stardom than us. I could see maybe it's Tam Nakano. The thing is, Tam Nakano did just sign a new deal, and she has no intention of leaving um honestly i could see uh uh shuri i could see uh i could see an utami i could see anyone really up there i could see uh i could even see uh saya kamatani or something up there you know like there there's a lot of people they could drop it to tam nakano is a good pick and it's an easy pick 
Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, she she just signed a contract. I figure they want some type of stability with uh, Rossi leaving and with a lot of the talk of, well, a lot of the performers may be leaving with Rossi to start the new promotion. So I know they want to have that stability there. So I think with a performer like Tam and with the fact that she's just signed a new contract, I think that's probably where I would go if I were them. But I guess we'll see how that plays out. Um, but... What do you think of Julia in WWE? Do you think that works? I mean, she she has friends yeah. there, but yeah, actually, her, I, her her in ring style does it play to WWE better than other uh, Joshi's? I'd say maybe um, Utami might work better in WWE, and of course, they did try to recruit Utami about two yeah. years ago yeah. or so. Um, I think she can. I think she needs. Some, she's gonna need some work. Um, she's gonna need to learn the style, adapt a little bit, get her key moves and figure out what those are, play to the crowd, figure out what kind of character she's gonna be, or is she just gonna be kind of like, uh, an EOS Sky character, you know? Rock Wrestling Radio. This is Third League Wrestling Radio. Alright, Anthony, before we move on to, uh, Elimination Chamber... You gotta talk Texoma Comic Con. You gotta tell us about Butterbean, man. You know what? No, you don't have to tell us only about Butterbean. You gotta tell us about the Red Power Ranger. Pro wrestling and Power Rangers go together. I totally agree. I totally agree. It's it's all about that carny. Let's get let's get everything sold let's type of it, mentality. Man. Let's do it. <laughs> Sell the house. I gotta say, um, Austin St. John, uh, Red Power original Red Power Ranger. So Morphin, none of this Power Ranger. Super super good dude. I mean, you know, at this at the same time, took his went out of his way to be nice to everybody, and that's that's really what you what you want to see from somebody that's showing up yeah a lot of them will take your money and they'll sign their pictures and they'll do this and that and everything not a lot of them will take their time out to you know talk to the little kids like really talk to them so it was cool um some other people that were there butterbean was there which is very relevant to this show champion yeah the real brawl for all champion and if you guys don't believe that uh go to youtube and check out when he takes and leaves uh bart gun like a dirty napkin in the middle of the ring it was amazing I to say that Bart Gunn would have stood a chance had he known, but the fact that he didn't know and it just showed up, that makes it all the more worse, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm quite sure, like a lot of people back then, they underestimated this guy. <laughs> he comes out there, he didn't look like he tra- He looks more fit now. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's that considerably older. That's another relevant thing to do. Yes. DDP yoga. And he's been he using the DDP been, yoga. Wow. Yes, that works. He looks that great. He looks works. great. Butterbean he was on his feet that. all day. If you guys have watched that video, as a matter of fact, uh, some other people that I was talking to on Facebook all found it very funny that we all saw the video around the same time. Yeah. like we were hitting that algorithm type thing. But I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that video is very powerful and everything. I can tell you guys right now, firsthand knowledge, the man was on his feet all day working. He was talking to people. He was up, you know, uh, sprucing up his table and everything like that, making sure the merch looked real nice. I mean, just in the picture you sent me, he looks... And, so and the other thing, too, guys, if you want the real, real cool nerd stuff, ask him. He's got some crazy merch. Like, he's got the <laughs> best merch. I've, he's got his own vintage video games from the 90s oh, on the nice. table. He will, nice. he will sell them to you for, like, a good cost, for a good price. 
and then they'll autograph it for you too. Like that Tough Man game for the Genesis. Yeah. It was like 35 bucks. Oh, no. The game's like a $20 game, but him to sign it? Why not? Third League Wrestling Radio. This is Third League Wrestling Radio. Let's move to Elimination Chamber. Let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. The thing that, okay, uh, I'll let you talk about the matches because, of course, but the big thing that stood out to me, slightly under two hours of wrestling for a four-hour show. There was, uh, there was almost a 50-minute gap in between the end of one match and the start of another before there was any wrestling. That's not the problem with Elimination Chamber, and you know it. That's okay. not the biggest problem with Elimination Chamber. Yes, the scheduling, terrible. But what was terrible about it? So predictable. I didn't yeah. have to watch the yeah. show to. Re- I mean, like honestly, if I were read spoilers on it the next, like after it was over with, I'd have got everything I needed. That's what they do on these shows. And any of these shows that you stay up, or they were like, "Well, get up at three o'clock in the morning because this show's in Australia, boys." No, sleep in, watch it later, or don't. It's boring. Well, it's boring because it's the same fight. Six thirty and watched like the last parts of the main event. <laughs> the only good thing, the only thing that I enjoyed was the back and forth with Kevin Owens and um, Logan Paul. That's it. Logan Paul with the dry erase marker. That was hilarious. That was the only thing that I really enjoyed. Matches, everything was kind of. There was no, oh, this match is awesome chance or anything like that. There's a reason. So I had a little bit of a different viewpoint on that i do agree with the scheduling the 50 minute gap was for the waller effect between cody and rollins it it should have started the show if they wanted to do that or put it on the pre-show something all right so tna no surrender i don't want to get in yeah i don't want to get into the whole pay-per-view but i do want to talk about at least one match in particular i'll talk about another match a little bit later on in the show but Mustafa Ali wins his first championship in his debut match, nonetheless, against uh, Chris Sabin, classic X Division champion, probably most notable X Division champion. 11 time. 11 time, yes. He wins his debut match. So it was a good match. It was a decent match. It, it capped off. It main evented the card. I didn't think it would, uh, but it main evented the card. Uh, Alex Shelley had a decent match for the championship, uh, but... Yeah, I think that was uh, not the best match on the card, but it was a good match. And congratulations to Mustafa Ali. I'm winning the TNA X Division Championship. Third League Wrestling Radio. Match of the Week. We got to move on to our Match of the Week. And this one, my honorable mention this week, Simon Gotch against Josh Alexander. No sacrifice. I really like the way they were and the fact that Simon Gotch came back out. I mean, he looked a lot like MLW style Simon Gotch when he was working with Alexander. I really liked uh, the match, the way those two worked together. I think if they have future matches, they can build a lot more on it. Yeah, that's not what I picked, but I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, for honorable mention, I'm going FTR versus... Blackpool Combat Club. Nice, nice. From Dynamite, right? Yeah. 20-minute draw. Good old, uh, let's see here, Mike Bennett versus Orange Cassidy. Oh, really? And I'll I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It was a a solid match for both of them. You know, like, they weren't, you know, like, it was kind of standard for them. Okay. But the Jack Hager stuff, or... Jake yeah, Hager, Jake yeah. came in Oklahoma chance. Yeah, um, well, I mean, well, here's, just, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This could turn the tide for the guy. 
All right, so match of the week, full-out match of the week. I went with, like I said, a surprising match for me, one where it shouldn't be surprising. Jun Nakayama, Brian Danielson from AEW Collision, two legends meeting in the ring, and Nakayama has not lost a step. I mean, he... Maybe a slightly, but where? I can't, I can't, I can't see it. Well, that's because, for one, Akiyama doesn't know a lick of English. So they had to get a Japanese ref in there. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I feel like they were kind of imp- improvising that. Yeah, like, yeah. when, going, uh, when yeah. Danielson was doing the surfboard, he sat on his arms or his legs for a minute. I feel like that was to say, hey, we're doing the surfboard. Yeah. Um, but that was also my match of the week. Because of the match itself, but also because it pushed the storyline with Eddie Kingston, it makes that match super, now, super interesting already. This is something we can talk about because people have asked me, why are all these old guys coming to wrestle Brian Danielson? Well, for one, they're legends. Who Two, held the Triple Crown title. Exactly, they're Triple Crown champions who Eddie looked up to. And what is Brian fighting Eddie for? The C- Triple Crown Championship. I mean... It seems like it just writes this is, itself. This is this is actually a Booker, Tony Khan, who's actually giving him a farewell tour while he's still able to. Uh, this actually should have been my match of the week. Uh, I'm going to tell you the truth, guys. Though I thought the uh, Blackpool and FDR match was cooler for me. For right, me. Yeah, for me. Go. There you go. For me. Actually, on that retirement tour thought, um, my thought is that Brian Danielson actually beat Seti Kingston. And that's Ooh. his. He gets the triple crown title because this is most likely like ninety-seven percent his last year, and he's never won a title in AEW. Yeah, I just think with the whole storyline of having to shake Eddie Kingston's hand, he doesn't win. Maybe he wins and shakes his hand, and Eddie doesn't want to shake his hand after he wins. I don't know. That, that continues something like that. He wins, shakes his hand, but he has his fingers behind his back. Third League Wrestling Radio. You're listening to Third League Radio. Let's do some predictions for Revolution. All Elite Wrestling Revolution. Uh, there is no bathroom break match on this card. No, no, there's not. FTR, Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood against Blackpool Combat Club. Claudio Castagnoli, John Moxley. It went to a draw last time. I don't know who gets the win in this one. I want to say Blackpool, so I'm going to, but it's it's a toss-up to me. I honestly think it's going to be Blackpool. I have a weird little thing. I think this is going to be a House of Black interference type. Really? Because they have a story with FTR still. House of Black takes them both out? They could. But let's move on because this match, well, there is a substitute. It was supposed to be Adam Copeland, Christian Cage for the AEW TNT title, but Daniel Garcia is in the match now. So because of that, I think Christian Cage keeps the title. But Garcia has had a little bit of a uh, upswing in crowd support lately, so I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled the trigger and put it on Garcia, but I think it's Christian keeps it. It's not a clean it. win. I think it's going to be either count out or DQ. I think I honestly think that uh, it might go to Garcia just so we can start seeing the downfall of Christian so they can figure out a way to put him and Copeland together. Now, this match could very well be match of the night, probably will be match of the night on a stacked card. The Callis family. Yeah, I was about to say, are you talking about Will Ospreay? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the Callis family feud. Yeah, Kanosuke Takeshita, sorry, and Will Ospreay. 
I, I don't know what kind of story comes after this, but I'm just going to enjoy the match while it's here. All right, so this one, it is for the Continental Crown, the Continental Championship, the Openweight Championship, the Ring of Honor World Championship. Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson. Cobain, you've already made your pick. You said you got Brian Danielson. I'm thinking Eddie Kingston retains. As much as I love Brian, I'm thinking Kingston retains on this one. Kingston. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, I have, I love Eddie Kingston. I don't care. I like him. Let's, uh, let's move on to the Women's World Championship. Tony Storm with Lutha and Mariah May. Against Deanna Perazzo. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tony Storm on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Tony Storm too. I don't know how they do it. Tony Storm is making so much fun for me on wrestling. <laughs> Just by like I I want the fun. Anyway, moving on to the international championship, Orange Cassidy. Roderick Strong. Roderick, Roderick Strong. Strong, yes, yes. I people, think it's gonna be Roddy too. People are forgetting who Roderick Strong is. Like But now that brings us to the world title. Adam Page, Swerve Strickland, Samoa Joe. I'm picking Samoa Joe. I always pick Samoa Joe over everybody when I yeah. can. Um, I'm going Samoa Joe too. But here's the question. Does Sting retire with the championship? Sting won't want to. I, I said Sting Young didn't, go over weeks Sting ago. Sting didn't want to, to get the championship. And my prediction stays the same. There's, it's either Sting, I, I guess Sting gets pinned clean, maybe Darby, but... I don't personally like champions retiring with the title, but if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be a guy like Sting. Uh, We'll see you next week, Third League Radio. Third League Wrestling Radio.